up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome to another very exciting episode of Drafts on Drafts, where your Draft Queens talk about some crazy news or something in sports over a draft beer. Uh, disclaimer, Michelle, me, am on a bit of a slight detox post-Thanksgiving weekend, uh, so I am not partaking in a beer today, but have no fear, Kate is holding us down for Drafts on Drafts. Kate, what are you drinking today? Make me yeah. just... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live vicariously through your, your beer right now. No, don't worry. I've got both of us covered because I'm having a, a tall boy. Ah, and there we so go. It's, it's big enough for two. So let's just say that you're drinking with me. So Perfect. we're covered here. Perfect. We're covered. Um, I am drinking a Defiant Brewing Company IPA. It's the Medusa Indian Ooh, Pale Ale. It's got this scary. really scary, cool-looking face <laughs> with the with the snakes coming out of her hair, and um, it's pretty delightful. I'm really enjoying it. It's it's easing me back. You know, one of the things we were talking about all of this weekend, and I know that we left some of y'all hanging listeners on Monday because we didn't do the huddle, um, but we wanted to come back with a bang after the Thanksgiving weekend, and you know. Thanksgiving was fun, but football was not. Like, <laughs> what, what you and I were texting about all weekend is just like, oh. this was a very losing weekend for the yes. two of us. And yes. um, it's only appropriate, I feel like, that today's episode is about losing and being losers because we are losers <laughs> in fantasy football. We are losers in our Survivor League. Oh. We are losers in our NFL teams. I feel like a loser, and so today we're going to do drafts on drafts about the biggest football losses and craziest upsets. Because we're losers. Because we're losers. I mean, this I, we we came across some of these uh, recently and thought this would be so fun to cover. Little did we know that we would also be the biggest football fantasy fantasy football losers when Such we decided upsets. this. I am just like Kate. I am in a downward spiral. Like I I oh my god between. The Cowboys losing our survivor pick for us, where on Thanksgiving, which I just wanted to cry the whole time. My whole family was like, yeah. are you going to be okay? And I said, no, I might throw my phone into the fire pit, and that would be a better than me watching this game right now. I agree. I feel the same <sighs> way. How did they lose that game? Do they know that they totally screwed it up for us? I mean, it was the, the most penalties against that team in recorded history. So that's so first that's, and foremost. That's also on this list of, like, craziest games, biggest football ep- upsets ever. This, this yeah. will now be on that list, basically. This game. This game will be on this list. Yeah, we'll go through it all. But, like, the theme of today, and we always, we'll talk about our fantasy teams more on our Friday episode, which is, like, our regularly scheduled start and sit. But the inspiration for today's episode for Drafts on Drafts is just, like, we both lost our fantasy leagues. We both, I lost both of my fantasy leagues. Me we too. We lost our collective survivor pick. Uh, my Titans lost to the Patriots. I didn't win this weekend at all. Not even one time. And so, you know, <laughs> let's just revel in it. Let's just capitalize on it and talk think... about big losses, big you... losers. Oh, you're totally right. Well, we came across this really cool article on ESPN a few weeks ago. As we said, I was intrigued by it. We know a lot of these great games and and infamous upsets but this is the perfect time to bring it to you you've all heard of the ice bowl the miracle in the meadowlands oh yeah or or even the 28 to 3 game we all know all these things but for you know i hadn't really thought about it 
holistically until I saw this article and I was like, holy shit, there are so many of these crazy, crazy infamous games. How fun would it be to talk through some of the wildest ones or one of some of the ones that are nearest and dearest to our hearts? Because Lord knows there is at least one story, if not multiple for every team over their years in the NFL. Yeah, this list that you found is actually pretty, pretty dope because we were talking about doing this episode for a while And then this felt like the perfect week to talk about it, obviously, like we said. But the article you found on ESPN literally lists, like, an upset per team over, like, the entirety of their NFL experience. Like, the biggest upset of their entire franchise. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of wild to look back at. There There are so many. Like, every single team has a crazy upset story. It's very true. So that being said, we are not going to walk through every single team um, because that would just be aggressive. We need 25 beers, yes. Yeah, we would need a lot of beers. This would be way too sad of an episode if we just went through loss, like crazy (laughs) loss after crazy loss. We're not going to do that. But I think we should pick a couple of our favorites or most interesting ones, whatever, your favorite team, your least favorite team, you name it, we pick it, we'll talk through it. Um, and I highly encourage folks to uh, to go check this out on ESPN and read some more of it after. It's really, really thorough and fascinating, if you ask me. Yes, yes. And if you have your own stories of your favorite upsets or losses by any football team or any sports team, we'd love to hear about it. But we've got, um, we've got football cornered today. So I, I have one thing I definitely want to talk about. I, right. I think it's it's probably pretty obvious. Um, should I start us here? Yeah, why don't you kick us off? I think it's a good idea. Okay. So okay. my my favorite, least and most favorite upset of all time, uh, it's two parts, kind of. So the first part is probably the one that everyone, at least if you're a Titans fan like me, everyone has heard of this moment. And that is... In Jan- on January 8th, 2000, uh, during the playoffs, obviously, it's being played in January, the Titans were playing the Buffalo Bills in Tennessee, and they now call this game uh, the Music City Miracle for that reason, because the Titans were on the road to the Super Bowl, and it was the AFC wildcard playoff game between the Titans and the Bills, in Nashville, uh, the Bills were leading that game 16-15 on a field goal. There were 16 seconds left in the game, and on the return, the uh, tight, tight end, Frank Wycheck, he threw a pass across the field <laughs> to Kevin Dyson, which was, he, he was a, a wide receiver at the time, and ran 75 yards Scores a winning touchdown and wins that game with Jeff Fisher as our head coach at the time. Uh, wins over Wade Phillips and the Bills, 22-16. to 16, And they move into what eventually becomes the second part of this, which is the biggest upset of all time for the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Um, yep. Yep. This is this I was is about on, to say, Kate, that yeah. is a positive story, and we just queued nope. this up as being all negative loser stories so that we feel better about us losing in fantasy. No, so- just, just <laughs> when you think that the Titans could do something good, they, they don't. <laughs> and so they make it through the playoffs. Um, that incredible, like, Music City Miracle goes down in history. Everybody loves that game. If you're a Titans fan, you know it. Ten ways from Sunday. However, three weeks later... Fast forward to January 30th, 
2000. Uh, the Titans have made it through their playoff run, and they have found themselves in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 34, I believe, if I know Roman numerals. Roman I'm pretty numerals. sure it's Super Bowl 34. <laughs> Uh, I think and they're correct. playing. They're playing the St. Louis Rams in Georgia. So they're at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Yep. And um, the TLDR of all of this. This was in the. This was in the heyday when Kurt Warner was their quarterback for the Rams. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and the Titans came out scoring. Uh, they were. I'm sorry. The the Rams came out scoring. They started off. You know down 9-0, Titans were losing, uh, then the Rams continued to, you know, score and take a 16-0 lead, then Tennessee came back, scored 16 unanswered, so we're Oof. 16-16 here after the half, and then what happens? Kurt Warner, <laughs> who I love, by the way, I can't hold this against him, <laughs> but he throws a 73-yard touchdown, takes back the lead, and uh, and the Titans have to score on their last drive. This is like the remaining last few minutes of the game. They get the ball back on the 10-yard line with six seconds remaining. Oh, my goodness. And, again, same wide receiver that I talked about for the Music City Miracle. They're looking at Kevin Dyson again, who takes the ball to the house and spots up one yard short. Of the potential game tying touchdown on the last play of the game, he misses. He misses the touchdown by less than a yard. Oh my god! Yeah, that's as close as we've ever come to a Super Bowl. Your that right whole there. season comes down to that. To that, yes. Oh, how heartbreaking just, is that? It's so heartbreaking. It's crazy to think that like all those weeks of football, all everything could come down to one singular yard. One. one, one yard, maybe less, maybe less. Jeez. I'd have to get, I'd have to move the chains. I anyway, Michelle, like that's my, that is my biggest upset of all time. It was such a high. And then during the playoffs, it was such a high and then came crashing down I don't to the you. lowest of lows by one fucking yard. Yeah. <sighs> Titans have had a really like a, have had a sad go at it. So, so that's mine, but I want to hear about yours because we can talk about how losery the titans are all all day (laughs) well so i used to i mean i still follow the cowboys even though i'm pissed about what happened this this uh this past thanksgiving but i i i was a cowboys fan growing up so as i was reading through this article i was curious to see uh which game they highlighted um for dallas and it was actually one that i wasn't totally familiar with so uh Mm. it kind of got it kind of got me thinking so basically they outlined and talked about a game between the cowboys and the packers back in 1967 it was the nfl championship game it was played at lambeau field and it actually got me thinking i was like wait a second hold on here Like, there's a lot of these, like, Packers, Cowboys, you know, sort of storied games. So when this one popped up, I was like, okay, cool. This is something new. Oh, sure. This is something new that I I learned. And um, in this case, in 1967, it was the second straight season the Cowboys lost the NFL title game to the Packers. So I was like, wow, okay, 1967. Then it got my head thinking about – it got my head thinking about that game in 2015 – against the Cowboys and the Packers. Again, it was a divisional playoff at Lambeau. 
And uh-huh. this was the game, if you will remember, of the Des Bryant caught it or the no catch game. Do you remember mm, this game? I do. I do. So so not only did the Cowboys lose this game 21 to 26. Again, this seems to be a recurring issue for the Cowboys playing the Packers in, uh, you know, playoff situations. But most notably was the fact that, like, Des Bryant almost, like, became famous after he attempted to catch this pass to end the game, and while it was initially called complete, they overturned oh, it and said that he didn't catch God. it. And so, like, you watch through, like, these repeats. I mean, it's all over the internet. He's even on a fucking commercial now, like, talking about it. Like, yeah. this basically, like, made his career, quote-unquote, even though it didn't, but, like... They lost the game because he caught it and then they overturned it and people have literally been talking about it and they've amended this rule for like all the years going forward ever since this call happened in 2015. Oh my God. So he changed the game with that controversial call. Right. So like literally like he became more of a household name than he already was. They lost yet another game to the Packers in the playoffs and, you know, it sort of earned that whole like no catch game, Dez caught it, like, title. And literally all these years later, he's still making fun of it. And there's, like, that hilarious commercial that he's doing now. Have you seen this on, like, he's, like, an Uber Eats commercial. And he catches Is the he? bag. Yeah. It, they always oh, air it during the games. And he catches the bag. Hilarious. And he's, yes, like, def- yes, definitely yes. caught it. Definitely didn't drop it. Like, so that that shows you how much that game and that play like changed the course of history ingrained huge huge upset for the cowboys huge moment and like shitty upset for des bryant specifically and then like i said they actually would like go on to you know change those rules which if those rules were in effect during this game the cowboys would have won which is just crazy Oh, it's so interesting. I totally, I for sure thought that you were, I mean, let's talk about an elephant in the room in this case. I for sure thought you were going to bring up the 28 and three game. I thought well, that I was mean, like for sure the most I know, but legendary. I felt, I felt like that was obvious. And yes, that game is absolutely crazy. It's hilarious that it's known as the 28 and three. Like that's it. That's what people call it after that fucking crazy meltdown by the Atlanta Falcons. Patriots won their fifth championship in that game. And I like remember specifically I was at a bar locally, which I don't usually go to the bar to watch a Super Bowl, to be honest. I usually like have some kind of, you know, Super Bowl party yeah. or at someone's house. For it's whatever an occasion. reason, for whatever reason, we didn't host people and nobody else hosted. I don't remember exactly, but we were at our local bar. We were there for the entire game. Slow and steady, people were funneling out. I had a Tom Brady jersey on. We were getting all sorts of looks. People were fucking yelling at us just because, you know, I'm like, are you guys Atlanta fans? They're like, no, we just hate the Patriots. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And so I just, like, remember the comeback happening. And, like, not only were we really excited and definitely getting a little drunk, but everyone, like, slow and steady just started making their way out that I truly believe by the time that game was over and the Patriots won, we might have been the only two people in the bar, which is kind of amazing. That is a real... Well, well, maybe we should also paint for people what actually happened. If you're not familiar with this game, it's okay. It happened fairly recently. It was in 2017 to set that scene as well. Uh, But this was for the Super Bowl, like you said. And it was Super Bowl 51, on February 5th, 2017, yep. 
they held that down at the beautiful NRG Stadium in Houston. Uh, I've been there before. It's, it's an amazing complex. Um, and the it's whole premise crazy. of this it's just crazy the whole premise of this is why it's it's worse than it's worse than the music city miracle that led up to the titans losing the super oh, bowl oh yeah this is way this is the biggest upset in super bowl history in my opinion it has it was to like be. a i mean it was just an atrocious loss and it's very atlanta so it, these were obviously the falcons playing playing the patriots and the falcons we're leading 28 to 3 in the in middle the, of the third in quarter. In the middle of the third quarter. Like it's basically very important to note Basically this. Yes. the game is over. The game is done. In <laughs> in most games the game is done. Yeah. But the game was not done for this particular Super Bowl uh after which New England at the time helmed by Tom Brady uh clapped back with 25 straight points and uh sent that game into overtime and ultimately uh, Patriots won the toss, scored a touchdown, and they won their fifth Super Bowl. Just uh, ins- insane to be up by 25 points 25 in the points. middle of the third quarter in a football game. Like, how on earth, how do you lose that? Slash, how do you win mm-hmm. it? But I don't know how either of those things happen, but they did. And, yeah, um, I feel like ever since then I have lacked any um, – Supports not the uh, confidence in Matt Ryan and the Falcons. I think maybe that's probably yeah. why I like never root for the beginning bet of the on. End. Yeah, I'm just like that was it. That was the moment, and then everything after that, I was like, no, I'm gonna be a hard pass on the Falcons after that display of atrocity. I too. I guess that feel is my second game. Way. Then I guess that is my second game. You're right. Yeah, it's gotta be. Um, I, I'm trying to think back to any other really fantastically devastating moments in football. Do you have any others that you wanted to talk through? I mean, there's so many. There's one for every team in the league. I know, I know. There are so many. I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to like find one that's like maybe a little bit like older that you're like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that um, kind of moment. Well, there, there's a go- couple that 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 ring a bell. There's the ice bowl. There's the Miracle in the Meadowlands, the Immaculate Reception. Oh, the Immaculate Reception. Oh, I gotta, let's see. This is when, uh, this was in 2003, so not too, too far off. But uh, Immaculate Reception was a Raiders thing, right? Raiders Bucks. Uh, no, uh, is it? Is it? I thought that was, let's see. There's just so many. I oh yeah, you're right. Gate. You're right. Steel, Steelers, Steelers, Oakland. I I was thinking of something else. Steelers, Oakland, the Immaculate Reception. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. You could go on and on and on. There are so many examples of these, and I think what we'll probably. I mean, I wish we had all the time in the world to go through these all day, but you know, I'm reaching the end of my beer here. We have our two minute drill as we do at the end of every episode, just to like, wrap up. <laughs> Um, you know, there's, there's a couple highlights there. All those games are amazing. You know, there's, there's the ice bowl, which I remember, which was like the sub 15 degree, uh, game in Dallas, I believe Dallas and the Packers, uh, and, and Lambeau field was like literally iced over. There was a national weather service 
PSA that it was going to have cold air moving down from uh, Canada and the temperature was like 14 below zero. I mean, it's just there. There's so many of these iconic games and that one sticks out for me. But, you know, we could go on and on. There's so many examples of these. I will say that talking through some losers slash some comebacks is making me feel a little bit more glass half full since I definitely feel like I'm on the losing side of all things fantasy Mm. right now with no end in sight is how I feel. But some of these, look, all of these stories have one thing in common. There's a winner and there's a loser. I, at the beginning of this episode, felt like a loser and I'm just, I still feel like a loser at the end, but I just feel like now I have a little bit of something to look forward to. Cause you know what? Yeah. 28 to three, maybe I'm going to go on a fantasy streak and just win everything for the whole rest maybe. of the season. Maybe it's maybe. possible. It's the middle, I wouldn't put it past you. It's the middle of the third quarter. It's week 13. I can make a run for it. I would not put that past you. And I think maybe the moral of this episode is <laughs> you can, you can feel sad for a minute. You know, if you're the 28 to three team who gives up 25 points and loses the Super Bowl, or, you know, you miss the win by a yard in the Music City Miracle going into the Super Bowl, hope is not lost. There's time <laughs> to rectify your seasons, to rectify your loseriness. Yeah. We'll bring it back. Like there, I like there this. Are, this is there this is a are good, other this ways is, to win. Yes, a good we'll bring bringing it back. it back. There was a lot of as as excited as Kate and I were to do this episode. We were also very negative because we were like salty about all our losses. But this is now. I shook out the loser loseriness. Is that what you called it? I shook loseriness. Out the loser, yes, I, I'm yes. shaking out the loseriness, and I feel like inspired to be on the winning end of of this spiral by the end of the season now. We just needed to get it out of our systems. And, you know, as we always do, we will have our Friday episode this week focused on week 13 start and sit to try and push across the line for a lot of (laughs) your teams, your fantasy teams or otherwise, and just try and get folks to the playoffs. Because if you're feeling like a loser right now, it's not just you. But we're going to get you to the playoffs. We're going to make you a winner. And all we can do is try, Michelle. It's all true. we can do is try. Oh, we really brought this one back around. Yes. Well, unless there's anything else you want to leave as a parting thought, I think we just got to, you know, like get over our losses, cut our losses, and get on to winning. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to forge forward as a winner, Kate. That's right. All right. I'll see you on Friday. <laughs>